Hello everyone and welcome to episode 77 of 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. Good to be back. We, we had a burst of podcast episodes and then um, had a two or three weeks away, I think. Um, but it's nice to be back and have something to talk about. I don't want to be one of those podcasts that just release something every week for the sake of pushing the numbers up to the mythical hundred. Uh, you know, I want to release a podcast when I feel like there's something to say about country music. And I do feel like this week there is something to say about country music. So it's episode 77 and I have started to see an emergence of the next big trend in country music. And um, that trend is the 80s. The 80s are back in modern commercial charting country music. And if you listen to what a lot of the newer sounding songs and the production values and the styles are... Um, you can hear the 80s writ large over everything that's going on in country music right now. You know, we've had, we've had the trend of bro country, which uh, is largely behind us now, although there'll always be some artists that, uh, that are influenced that. And actually, there are, you know, there are some elements of bro country that are a worthwhile addition to the uh, the country music world. And then we've had Boyfriend Country, which has been particularly unpalatable to me, if I'm being honest, because I found large parts of it sort of schmaltzy and um, saccharine-filled over the top. Um, and, and just that whole putting girls on a pedestal lyrically has got really, really boring. But I'm sensing a drift away, thankfully, due to, you know, people like Luke Combs uh, and more um, traditional, authentic country music artists beginning to change the sound back a bit. But I do think that there is a new um, trend emerging in country music um, uh, with with the 80s production. And, you know, I'm going to date myself now, but uh, I was... Um, 14 years old in 1985 so my formative my formative years of growing up listening to music um, were shaped by the years sort of 83 to 90 so I am a teenage child of the 80s I love that 80s production um, you know I initially grew up on on pop music and stuff like Spandau Ballet with the big drums and the sweeping orchestras and the, the keyboard um, productions and then as soon as, uh, you know, Bon Jovi, Def Leppard and Europe hit big in 86, that changed my world. And I had a good decade of, of long hair, hard rock, soft rock, men in makeup, 80s guitar, white snakes, still of the night videos with girls writhing around on cars. So I am predisposed to that 80s sound. And I am loving what I am hearing in country music at the moment and that whole 80s production. So what songs are we talking about? 
that I've, you know, are beginning to use that 80s sound. And when I say the 80s sound, I do mean, you know, big drum beats, um, that particular keyboard sound of the 80s, which you could hear across all the, the big sort of uh, cinema soundtracks from, say, Back to the Future to Top Gun. Um, you know, I'm thinking about the huge acts of the 80s like Berlin um, and Huey Lewis and that that type of classic American guitar sound that wasn't quite hard rock, but wasn't pop either. Um, and if you listen to a lot of country songs right now, you know, I'm not talking about Cody Johnson and Tyler Childress. I'm talking about commercial country music. You will hear that drum sound. You'll hear the keyboard programming. You'll hear that sort of not quite country, but not quite a hard rock guitar sound. Um, so have a listen to Lady A's new song, Like a Lady, that came out on Friday. That has 80s pop rock country joy written all over it. Um, listen to Jimmy Allen's Freedom Was a Highway with Brad Paisley. You know, that has its Rascal Flatts style influences, but my God, that could have been lifted from any soundtrack um, to a, to those huge um blockbuster spielberg movies of the 80s um big machine newcomer calista clark you know she has a song on their heartbreak song which sounds like um heart from the 80s and indeed a lot of the female musicians at the moment um could have could have easily sat alongside the wilson sisters in the 80s with their sort of huge hits like alone um and uh, all I want to do is make love to you, which I think was 90, but we're still including that in my 80s definition. Um, parts of Claire Dunn's new EP, things like No Reservations and We Are, very 80s sounding. Parts of the Logan Mize album that came out recently, um, songs like Practice Swing, are employing that big 80s drumbeat, a little bit of the 80s keyboards in the background, and, and that merging of the sort of rock country guitar sound. Some of Lee Bryce's Hey World album had a very big 80s honky-tonk sound, and that's where some more of the influence is coming in. So it's not just the Spielberg, Back to the Future, Huey Lewis, Hart, uh, Pat Benatar type of 80s sound that I'm sensing as well. I can, st you know, some of those Lee Bryce songs have got a sort of 80s, almost countrypolitan, almost honky-tonk sound to them. So when we're talking about the latest trend in country music being the 80s, it's not just 80s commercial hard rock, it's 80s honky-tonk as well. I'm in quite a privileged position because I've had a copy of Eric Church's Heart and Soul album for a while now. And those three albums, I've never listened to an album called And Before or Ampersound or whatever the, the sort of the fan church choir bit of the three releases is going to be. But across that whole album, this album, let's get, um, you know, I, I can tell you this, I've listened to it loads now. I'm trying not to listen to it too much because I don't want to get bored of it by the time the album comes out. But this album is going to define and revolutionise country music in the coming two years. And 
across the whole album, he employs this sweeping, classic 70s and 80s sound. You know, you, you could be listening to 80s Springsteen in some places, 70s Meatloaf in other places, ELO, that type of huge sweeping prog pop sound. And it is going to change country music. And, and you know, producers like Jay Joyce and Dan Huff, you know, Huff particularly, who was a musician in the late 80s and early 90s with rock band Giant, you know, they are now employing the sounds that they grew up on. And, and that sound is the 80s. And jo Joyce is currently, I think, the top producer. Um, he's taken Dan Huff's mantle for me, which was hard to give that away because I'm a big Dan Huff fan. But what Jay Joyce is doing across the whole spectrum of country music is amazing right now. And Eric Church's Heart and Soul album is really, really going to blow people's mind. But, you know, there are parts of it where he's, um, he's, he's still doing his, his sort of niggly country picking that he did on songs like um, Record Year and that Mr. Misunderstood album. But I would say 75% of this new Heart and Soul album could have been made in 1978. It could have come from 1985. And it's a sweeping opus that Church is releasing. And it is all based on that retro 80s sound. And, you know, even UK artists are, are employing um, that uh, the 80s production value. So Una Healy released Swear It All Again recently, and that sounds like complete mid-80s heart to me. And on Friday, Emily Lockett released You Want to Go Out, and, and that could have been listed, lifted straight from the Back to the Future or the Top Gun soundtrack with its sort of... Uh, 80s guitars and um, Spielberg-esque soundtrack production values. So even UK artists are starting to use that 80s sound in their music again. Uh, switching back to America for the final time, check out Brett Young's new one, You Got Away With It. It sounds... I'm a massive fan of uh, Huey Lewis's Power of Love and uh, even more a fan of Do You Believe in Love, which is a, a, one of the most singable songs I have ever heard in my entire life. Brett Young's You Got Away With It could easily be a Huey Lewis song from the 1980s um, with just that slight country twist to it. So the 80s are back, baby. You know, the latest trend in country music. Um, and you'll, you'll see it even more once you've all got to hear Eric Church's Heart and Soul album. But from Lady Antebellum to Jimmy Allen, to Callista Clark, Canadian artist Tay Bay is using lots of 80s production values in his songs, to Brett Young, to Lee Bryce's Honky Tonk 80s, the 80s are back, and they are the biggest production sound trend in country music right now, and I, for one, love it. Thanks to listening uh, to me today and uh, my joyous ramblings about the 80s. This has been 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. <laughs>